0: Hello, yep. hello,
1: hello, hello! Uh, no, you can't. You can't introduce yourself like that, man.
0: My bad, my bad. <coughs> What's going on, Digger?
1: <laughs> there we go. I'm Digger Jones. Two Gun Tony is not with us tonight, and this is Digger and Two Guns News and Views, and we have special guests. Introduce yourself, please.
0: My name. Is Arthur MacArthur the strongest man in all the land, aka Drew Smith? What's hey, happening? Hey, hey!
1: So, actually, the funny thing was, I wasn't even going to do a show this week, but Drew asked, "You know, what's the next time you can do a show?" I said, "You know what? Soon. Why not? Because you know, with everything going on with the climate of the United States nowadays, you know, it just drains the fuck out of you, especially if you have a platform." Or social media that you you know speak freely upon you know what I mean, right? It's it's kind of draining. So you know when Drew hit me up with the opportunity to do a show, I'm like you know what, let me come up with an idea. So this show we're going to talk about you know the current state of things with the pandemic, protests, etc. We're going to talk about what men really want in relationships. What's new with Drew? We're going to figure out Drew CD of the week, and we're going to go from there. So let's go ahead and start with, you know, the current state of things, <laughs> you know, with the pandemic protests and everything. So one of thing... course. Uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, one thing I want to do is I want to get your take on it before I speak, because we know, just like Red, I could be long-winded. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So uh, as
0: far as everything that's happened so far, <clears throat> so... Obviously, as of this podcast recording, you know, we've had protests all throughout
1: the whole country,
0: all 50 states. All 50, and,
1: you know, this is the first, this is the first, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Exercise, not even exercise. This is the first activity that all 50 states have ever came, you know, a part of. Man, imagine being a Hawaiian with all those volcanoes
0: and shit and saying, you know what? I need to stand up for human rights. (laughs)
1: Exactly. (laughs) Because, you know, even during the civil rights movement, all states didn't participate with the protesting riots or anything to that nature. A lot of states fell back. Right. Different time. With this being the first thing that all 50 states, you know, played a part of, that's kind of huge.
0: Absolutely. Uh, The one thing I've noticed is that it's just engulfed every aspect of life. I can't name one thing, whether it's video games, music, TV, that doesn't have some sort of message in regards to what's going on right now. Like Call of Duty, for example, when you open it up, the Black
1: Black Lives Matter Matter screen comes up. Yeah. Yeah. And And for those who've been shopping on Amazon, the first thing that you see is the Black Lives Matter screen. And I think it's pretty sad that we had to have a tragedy, have us recognize something that's a unified theme. That's something that, you know, like been preached about for years now. Right. But now you're actually seeing the full effect of Black Lives Matter, because the thing about it is even when somebody says, you know, all lives matter, that's not what we're talking about right now. Exactly. And then on top of that, I think the craziest shit is, you know, you got shows like Cops, Live PD, even Paw Patrol being canceled because of the distrust of police.
0: Man, Cops has been on for like, what, 30, 30 years? 30 plus years. years. Yeah. And, you know, where else am I going to see a meth head get, <laughs> you know, wrecked on live TV in the comfort of my own home?
1: Exactly. Unless you go out in the streets and look for it yourself.
0: I mean, it's not hard for where I'm at, but um, okay.
1: <laughs> he's in Ohio,
0: guys. By the way, I am an Ohioan, born and raised. But <laughs> yeah, you know, it's affecting all sorts of things. You know, one major example—it um, just happened yesterday. We all know NASCAR, and you know the kind of people who watch NASCAR, and you know they've been bringing all the Confederate flags. You know, right. To the damn- to the uh, the middle of that little racetrack, you know, where they camp out overnight. Well, NASCAR finally, after all these years, said, you know what? No more of that. We are banning the Confederate flag.
1: Because it's offensive.
0: Facebook post and you look at the comments and replies, oh, my God, it is a trip. I recommend you do it. If you have oh, no,
1: I, I planned on it. After you said that, I was like, you know what? Let me go and make a note right now to look at this after,
0: you know. And... And that's an interesting topic, you know, with all the stuff happening. People are starting to cut back on things that are in any way offensive. Like, <laughs> the, you know, obviously the Confederate flag. Right. You, know, I'm, you live in the South. I'm sure you see it everywhere. Look here,
1: dog. I've been seeing that shit since I was like, when did I moved to South Carolina? I moved to South Carolina when I was five. And that's the first time I remember seeing it. And then on top of that, you know, like, they're talking about not airing Reruns of the Dukes of Hazard because the General Lee has the Confederate flag on its hood. Yep, and I find that crazy. Like, Um, and mm here is the thing: a lot of black people, you know, they might find this blasphemy. I never found any offense to the Confederate flag, even though what I, even though I knew what it stood for. You know what I mean? Right? Like somebody could wave it in my face, and I don't feel any kind of dejection or anger, but I understand you know, people's, you know, anger because, you know, like the Confederates wanted to keep slavery. They wanted slavery, you know, not abolished. They wanted to, you know, keep the use of free slaves. And I understand where people's anger comes from. I get it. But I've never let that flag be a institution of hate for me. No, so A lot no. of people's just like, you know, are you human? Are you really black? So on and so on. I said, no, I just don't let that, you know, affect anything I got going on. You
0: know what I mean? Now, is it true? So I was asking some people from the South you know, who, who have the flag, and some have said that there are Black people down there who will fly that flag. There are. Like that, that's true. And, you know, everyone's... I see some of the worst arguments of trying to get rid of this thing. Uh, I mean, not to get rid of it, but to keep it. They're like, oh, you know, you're going to erase my history, erase my heritage. How? How right. is a flag, a flag which, by the way, isn't even the actual Confederate flag, which technically... A lot of that people going? don't know that, though. No, because I mean, everyone, like like we just did, we called it, but it's really just a battle flag they used. The real flag was a little more complex, but, yeah, the stars and bars, um, a very notorious. Uh, I've seen a lot of white supremacist groups use the flag, you know, to represent that, and that's the problem
1: right there right and i was what i think it is is cuz i spoke to somebody in high school about it this was way back when for those who know my age and they said honestly when they look at the confederate flag it's almost the as the equivalent of the swastika uh huh and i said you know explain that to me and they just said <laughs> you know there's a lot of jewish people who look at the swastika as a symbol of hate the symbol of a hate of a race And the same thing with the Confederate flag. That just, you know, symbolizes the hate of a race to some people. And I get it. I get it. Like I said, I never let that flag give me that kind of energy. But I understand. Yeah. Oh, oh, (laughs) you know, one thing I wanted to talk about was the Starbucks thing. (laughs) I knew you were going to bring that up immediately. (laughs) You knew I was... So, like, I, I just wanted to get this off my chest. So... For those who don't know me, Starbucks holds a special place in my heart. And I'll be glad yeah. to tell the story because when I was living in my car, Starbucks was my place of refuge. You know what I mean? Right. Like after work, I would, you know, depending on how hard I worked, I would go to the gym I had a membership to to take a shower, change clothes to stand the third, right? Yep. And I would eat my dinner wherever I ate dinner at and I would hang out in Starbucks until midnight when they closed because I, that was my safe place. You know what I mean? Exactly, a place where I can just you know grab a you know cup of brew, go on my computer, you know apply jobs, look at the internet, this that and the third, and it was just a comfortable setting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, there was the first incident that happened to Starbucks happened two years ago, where the two guys were sitting in there for a meeting. The two um you know African American guys were sitting in there for a meeting, and they had the police called on them and dragged them out because they didn't pay for anything at the moment. Right. So that right there caught media attention. Like, okay, well, Starbucks is racist. So on and so on. Starbucks apologized. So on and so on. Everything's good with the world. Right. Yep. And then I read today that Starbucks CEO sent out a, you know, email to managers saying that anybody wearing black lives matter stuff would have to go home. You cannot wear that in Starbucks. So I'm just like, okay, well, I could see semi the angle. You don't want the manager, you know, you don't want anybody causing an uprise or protesting, you know, in the store. I get it. Don't they have uniforms anyways? They do. Yeah. But here's the thing. Once I found out that they can wear like wristbands of the LGBT, you know, the letters, the letter people. (laughs) LGBTQ, right? Yeah that they can wear that. They can wear blue lives matter stuff. They can wear, you know, anything supporting the police, anything supporting trans, so on and so on that right there, just, you know, set wrong with me. It's a double standard. It is because you got, you got people who are hated for, you know, their affiliation. If they want to be trans, if they want to be gay, if they so on and so on, but you could support, you could show support to that. That's fine. Somebody's just confused with their gender, that's fine. Somebody who loves the other sex, that's fine. So on and so on. But somebody who is saying that the life of an African American man or woman should be as equal to anybody else, you have a problem with that? Jeez. And right, yeah, oh, go ahead. I was going to say this,
0: it's just the worst, worst, worst timing to do this.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like you talk about a PR nightmare. And then on top of that, you gotta understand the day before, like yesterday, they announced that they're gonna be closing over four hundred Starbucks stores. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna be closed um actually I I think it was four thousand, over four thousand Starbucks stores nationwide. Jesus. Because they're doing like um, standalone and drive-through units, so like starboard Starbucks store um, stores that are in like strip malls and everything, they're going to suffer. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do a lot of because they're, they're building a lot of standalone units, right? So like the strip mall ones are going to close, and they're uprooting a bunch of standalones. But that is the worst time after you announce that we're going to be closing over you know four well three to four thousand stores, and then this comes out the very next day. That was terrible. And then on top of that, that information wasn't even supposed to be linked about the Black Lives Matter things to the public. Right. But, you know, as there's always a whistleblower somewhere. <laughs> of course. And,
0: <clears throat> you know, in Starbucks, you know, after that first incident you mentioned happened, you know, they went on this tirade. They had this uh, this inclusive diversity training. We'll, we'll call it that.
1: Diversity training. Yeah. they They closed the store for about three days to do diversity training.
0: Yeah, you know, because, you know, we can't ha- you can't be doing that, guys. You can't be just calling police on blacks for no reason. And yeah, and then this happens in, in the worst timing ever. And I, I, I feel like this is going to hurt them in the very long run. I think Duncan might be on the comeback now.
1: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> I mean, look, I'll be honest. I don't go to these coffee shops. I make my own coffee. You know, it's right. a cheap thing to do. I, I, I wouldn't care either way. But yeah, this is gonna hurt their business. And I see lots of businesses do like making these bad
1: statements too. Right. It's not yeah, say it's not just Starbucks. Um, who else made a bad statement recently? It's a lot it's it's all the local joints you see, and they get exposed on Facebook. It's hilarious. Uh that's why I checked Reddit because first the first place I saw the Starbucks thing was on Reddit. And I'm just like, nah, that can't be true. Anybody can put something on Reddit. Yeah. And then I saw it on The Shade Room, which is, you know, a gossip site for... Her. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, so this might be true. And I went to Google. And when I saw it on Google, I'm like, yo, this is fucked up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and like you said, the worst fucking
0: time. Like, yeah, and it's like, it's a... Like, right now, <laughs> some people don't even want certain businesses to talk about their regular... They want you to... You know, ex- you know, talk more about social issues. Like, for example, in the wrestling world, you know, a lot of guys right now, there's been some people who've been pushing their merch. And people are like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, we have a serious thing going on. You know, stop being selfish. And, right. I, I mean, personally, I feel like in a time like this, people, people seem to forget we live in a pandemic and people still yep. don't have their jobs. I don't hate right if you're pushing your merch, trying to make a living but I do agree, you do need to kind of pay some sort of attention and raise awareness in times
1: like this. Right. So the- one thing I wanted to bring up before we get to, you know, the meat of our issue is, yeah. are you familiar with June um, Juneteenth and how that works?
0: <clears throat> so Juneteenth,
1: as far as I know, that's when the slavery was abolished? It was abolished. It was nation um, abolished nationwide. Yeah,
0: June Juneteenth. I know that. All right, so. Do you know what
1: Trump is doing?
0: Yeah, so uh, I know what you're going for here. So Trump is having that <laughs> um, wh- whatever rally in, t- in Tusa where...
1: What- Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. What?
0: No. All right, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. No. Okay. Yeah, they're going to have this uh, rally in Tusa, Oklahoma, which is home to one of the worst... Racial incidents in the history of this country—the burning down
1: of Black Wall Street. <laughs> I don't know a
0: whole lot about it. I know. It okay,
1: so let me let me explain Black Wall Street. Okay, so a lot of people migrated to Tulsa, Oklahoma, to you know, um, a lot of African Americans migrated to Tulsa, Oklahoma, because there was a lot of opportunities out there. Right. There was a lot of businesses starting. There was a lot of you know lucrative opportunity for the African American plight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what ended up happening is the KKK came to town, burnt these businesses down. Uh They burnt the businesses down. They, you know, tore it up. There was, you know, mass lynchings and shit like that. And, you know, the burning down of Black Wall Street is something that never really sat well with, you know, the African-American community and, you know, just (laughs) in general. So you're telling me on Juneteenth, the day of abolishment, you're going to go down where Tulsa, Oklahoma is where Black Wall Street was founded and do a rally? It's... I
0: I, I feel like that <laughs> was intentional. I don't know, man. That's just really... Of all the cities you well, can choose on that day...
1: <laughs> everything with Trump, I'm finding out, is intentional.
0: He's a troll. He
1: likes you know what he what I mean?
0: to, to round people up. That's what I've started to realize over these years.
1: Like... Everything I realized about Trump, like I said, is intentional. And one thing that's hurting him now is you lost the support of Republican Major Mitt Romney, Mm -hmm. Republican Major George H.W. Bush, and Republican Major Colin Powell. They said, look, we do not support you. We will vote Democrat. We will vote for Biden. That's a huge blow. That's all. That's crazy. That's like you having a girlfriend and your girlfriend saying, hey, look, I'm going to suck Digger's dick tonight. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) That's your girlfriend. <laughs> like, and she's like coming to my house. That's a huge blow. What are you going to, how, how do you recover from that?
0: I think he just has to rely on the uh, cult of followers. He still may have. Uh, right, 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 and right. It's not like he has the a dominant opponent. You know, Joe Biden is not exactly the ideal candidate. Either. So
1: it's going to be interesting. We'll see how it goes. Okay, so one thing I want to talk about is, you know, amidst the last two weeks with everything going on, with protests and everything, does it seem like COVID-19 sort of took a backseat? You know,
0: I will say, I mean, yes, it obviously has, you know, with numbers dying down. The thing people need to remember, though, is that with COVID-19, the incubation period is about two weeks, so you may not show symptoms for a while, so... Give it, like, a few weeks, shit, maybe even a month, we're going to see a spike, a big spike, especially with everything opening back up, you know, with everyone being all smothered
1: together like that. You know, I get they were wearing masks, but that can only work so well. So well, yeah. And one thing I, um, one thing that I saw that actually made me cringe is they were doing a protest in L.A., uh-huh. and there had to be easily 200,000 people out there all in close quarters, nobody... You know I mean? Hardly anybody wear a mask. And I'm just like, yo. Like, I get it. Stand up for what you believe in, but can we do this shit at a distance? Nigga? Like... And that's that's
0: kind of a hard thing to try and pull off. Of. A, a riot with, you know, social distancing. <laughs> and I think everyone's been fed up with, you know, coronavirus anyways. You know, me, myself, I, I'm done with it. <laughs> I, I know right. it's still there, but... Fuck it. If I get sick, I get sick, I guess. Right. Um, so. Oh, and one more thing before you move on. One little uh, funny note I saw. Uh,
1: you, you, have you ever been to Disney World by chance? I am um, 38 and I've never been to Disney. Wow.
0: <laughs> okay, so I'll try and explain it for you. But there's this ride there called Splash Mountain. And, okay, have you ever heard of the movie Song of the South? Of yes I yeah, and, and I'm sure you know as much
1: very notorious. <laughs> very probably Disney's
0: biggest mistake they've ever made. Uh it's yes. a racist movie at heart and so and there's an animated portion of that movie, you know, Br'er Rabbit, and you know, not and that part isn't necessarily racist. Well they base this ride, Splash Mountain, off of those animated characters. And just now, with everything going on, they want to change, you know, the ride theme of that. And Wait, I don't know how to feel about it because, like, the ride doesn't acknowledge the movie. You know, Disney right. doesn't even pretend like it exists anymore. It's like it doesn't exist at all. And, <laughs> and but they kept the animated portion because you know that wasn't problematic. I mean, no one remembers right. it,
1: but it's it's there. And no, because <laughs> Honestly speaking, I saw Song of the South when I was, I want to say, what year did I get married? I got married in 2000. Oh, God. Showing my age here. Yeah, I'm showing my age. (laughs) I got married in 2002. Okay. I was 20. Yeah. Yeah. I got married in 2002, and my ex-wife's mother had the movie and this is back when we had VHS and I put the VHS in and I'm like I don't see why people are offended until like three years later I saw the actual version the uncut version I'm like yo this is offensive as fuck (laughs) (laughs) like cause like the version that she had on VHS wasn't that bad Uh huh. but when they um when um I finally got my hand on the um Uncut one, and I'm just like, yo, this is kind of bad. <laughs> like the way the rapper was like talking jive and shit like that. And even on Dumbo, they had the black crows. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, and you can go on and on about Walt Disney and his views on, on certain people, but yeah, right.
1: Yeah. We want I- that. Not this yeah, show, I just, yeah.
0: I just thought that was really funny that, like, it's you know, every little thing, you know, and people are complaining about that too. I don't see a problem with Brer Rabbit and all you know, that animated series, but it, it some people didn't forget the actual movie itself.
1: Oh, no, I, after seeing the actual movie, believe me, the Brer Rabbit that y'all saw is nothing like the uncut footage. I, ha- I actually haven't seen that, so I'd have to look it up. I Got, yeah, I gotta find it for you. Like, the uncut footage is terrible. <laughs> so, um, let's get into the crunch and the meat. All right, now, the meat of the show is a portion called What Men Really Want in Relationships.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I came up with three things. Uh-huh. All right, so I think number one's the most important, and I'm gonna go ahead and start okay. with that, okay, ladies. When men say they want to be left alone, please leave us alone. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> like, cause women, y'all do this thing. Y'all, y'all have a game. When y'all say leave us alone, and we go to leave you alone, y'all start off with the see, you really don't care oh, shit. God, right? <laughs> here's the thing: when a guy says, Please just leave me alone for a little bit. I don't feel like being bothered. We really don't feel like being bothered because we're processing shit. You know Me what too. I mean? If you and I just had an argument, lady, and I say I want to be left alone for a quick second, right now I'm thinking of every scenario and every solution. Yep. You know what I mean? We're processing the argument. <clears throat> we're thinking how could I have done this better? What can I do to fix this? It's kind of hard to fix when you're still in our face badgering. We're- it's hard to fix when basically you're not giving us an opportunity to
0: cool off. Sometimes people need to uh, digest what they're going through, and you know, cause no that... one wants to speaking.
1: <laughs> Women, y'all like throwing gasoline on the fire. <laughs> We're upset. We don't feel like talking. So on and so on. Just leave it at that. Yeah, I was gonna say you... we love y'all still. We promise. Absolutely. Don't just sit there and, well, you know what I find funny or leave you alone no you didn't leave me alone when such and such happened that now is not the time lady now is not the time not at all So, and it's not like we're putting you on the back burner because you're still on the forefront of our mind we just don't feel like dealing with you we can deal with your problem right now from a distance like when I was married I would just say you know what I'm going to the store to grab a Snickers bar. Did I go to grab a Snickers bar? No. I left the house. I went to Lowe's. I went to Walmart. I went, in, I went anywhere I could just to process information. Sometimes you got to clear your mind doing whatever <laughs> it has so, you can. Ladies, please do us a favor. When we say I just want to be left alone, please leave us alone. Please. <laughs>
0: Any take on that? Um, yeah, um, I like like kind of what you said. Uh, sometimes you just need to have you know avoid the cleanest. Sometimes you know, you know, I I'm not married. I've never been married. You know, not yet. But you know, knock on wood. Y- yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you know, so, sometimes people, girls, it goes for guys too. Of course, we're not just saying all women are like this, but. Uh, They will constantly bother you. Like, it's like you must be in constant conversation. It's like, I have a life too, man. I I can't collide my world together.
1: Exactly. We've already merged enough
0: together. Exactly. It's (laughs) like straight up Seinfeld. You know, worlds are colliding. But, yeah, you know, sometimes I just want to be alone. I want to play my video games, you know. I can't. I Exactly. Dude, the one thing I hate the most is being on the phone with a girl. I hate that, because I can't get anything accomplished. (laughs) I'm a texter. I'm I'm a a big-time texter. texter. I I especially hate FaceTime, because at least if I'm on the phone, I can, like, (laughs) bullshit and just keep it on speaker. No, you gotta see my face. Fuck that.
1: No, I'm I'm a big texter. I'm a FaceTimer also, under certain circumstances. Yeah, I got that. Like, there are times where I'm at my desk and sometimes I need to see another face. Okay. That makes sense too. <laughs> like I'm at my desk all day and, you know, basically when you're, cause even at, um, I work two jobs, even at the mattress store, sometimes I don't see a person in be, you know, in between, a, I don't see customers in between customers for like hours. I have to see somebody or I'm going to drive myself crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I understand that, but when we want to be left alone, please leave us alone. And that leads us into topic number two. Most important thing, number two time with the guys is needed, ladies. Time with the guys is needed. Now, when you're in a relationship, you see nothing but that person. That person is your everything. You wake up to that person, you go to sleep to that person. You text that person daily. In some in some cases, y'all live in the same house. Yep. Time with the guys is needed. <clears throat> A lot of women are just like, you know, oh, you make time for your boys, but you don't make time for me. Okay, y'all just got done watching live PD with each other. Y'all just got done eating ice cream. Y'all just got done, you know, taking showers, laying in bed, reading the newspaper, all this other bullshit. Sometimes you have to get away from home. And ladies, please hang out with your homegirls too. Please. Because there is nothing worse than hanging out with your fellas. And then you got some lady texting you, When are you going to be home? Why don't you ever go out with me? See, you always have a good time with your boys. We never go out for over a couple hours. Leave that man alone.
0: Yeah, you know, especially, you know, for guys who want to get together and go to Vegas for the week, you know? Hey, hey. I am I swear to God, if my work does not come through and let me take those vacation days, I, I might just blow the place up.
1: <laughs> no, no, don't worry.
0: Oh, yeah, you're going to <laughs> w- Even if we got
1: a FaceTime, you're, oh, like, no, you're going to be there.
0: there. But yeah, um, kinda, you know, I don't know if you're done talking, but like, yeah, you know, spending time with the friends is the most important, you know, because... Um, Like, yes. let's say if you're not married because... with a girl and you throw away all your friends and your social life just for one girl. Well, there's no promise that girl's going to last forever. And exactly. I've seen this happen before where, you know, a, there's a couple and the guy just throws everyone away so they can spend more time with this girl. And we're all off put. Like, what the what the fuck, you know? Like, she can be part of us too. You know, my friend group, like uh, a lot of us, there's a lot of couples and we all get along great. Uh, right, right. right, Yeah. You know, those special trips out, you know, like, I mean, I'm sure most guys can tell you the bachelor parties, you know, before their wedding is some of the better times.
1: Right. And honestly, this, you know, you bought, you, you touched up on something. Double dates. Don't no, count. not at all.
0: Because he's still out with your ass. Double dating, I, double dating is so fake, and I hate it.
1: <laughs> when I was in a relationship, I used to love to double date. Thing. Why? You know why? Because you got to hang out with somebody else, another guy. Uh-huh. So the ladies would be over there, so on and so on, and I'm just like, yo, man, like, I'm just now meeting you. What do you like doing? So on and so on. Because it gave you a preoccupancy other than your female. Right. Like, that's that's what was that needed. makes sense. Yeah. Right? Now, number okay. three. What men want in a relationship? Number three, another equally important thing. Please take what we say into consideration. Oh, of course. Uh, now, a lot of women think that, get with me, think I'm being rude. Like, because I'm a straight shooter. I'll say something. I speak to some people in third wall. Uh-huh. So, for those who don't know what third wall is, have you ever seen a movie? And well, it's breaking the fourth wall. Excuse me, the on four, um, fourth wall. Have you ever seen a movie and the person, the character in the movie, starts talking to you? Of course. That's called breaking yep. the fourth wall. Yeah. Right there are many times where I will break the fourth wall with you. I will talk to you as if you're not there. Like, I'll just say, you know, like, let's just say I'm dating and going Uh on Samantha, right? And I say, and this is the point where Samantha (laughs) goes crazy. Oh, yeah.
0: Like, you know what I mean? I don't know
1: if I can do that. Oh, no. i do that. Like, please take what we say into consideration. If we just say, hey, look, I don't think that shirt, you know, goes well with that outfit. Why don't you change shirts? We're not calling you fat by uh-huh. any means. We're just saying, you know, you're wearing a mustard yellow shirt with a brown with all. brown pants. It's not gonna go. Don't see more into what we say. Yeah. I mean, you know I... what I mean? <clears throat> like, you know, what do you feel like for dinner? Uh I think we can both um I think we can both do a salad. We're not calling you fat at <laughs> You're saying, I feel like a salad. I'm trying to convince you to get a salad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, let's just go to Jersey Mike's and get a sub in the tub. Hey man, I'm <laughs> you Jersey know what I mean? hey, I just had Jersey Mike's for dinner, as a matter of fact. And as a matter of fact, there like, you go. <laughs> I That's could fine. you not. Like, also, when you sit there and after we do the do, and you're just like, do you love me for real? now it's not the time that conversation <laughs> you know mm. what i mean you know let's just wind down for a little bit you know what i mean for saying? sure for sure you know <laughs> any anything nah, you got to add on that's, that that's
0: that's kind of a topic I, I never really considered honestly but um but on that you know take what we say into consideration you know yeah i feel like sometimes Some girls will just be like, they won't take what we say seriously. And they'll do their, they want to be very independent.
1: Right. And one thing, one thing is, you know, like sometimes in relationships, I'll say something that sounds out of coof, but I mean it with love. Like I'll say something like, you know, you'll never find another man better than me. That sounds cocky, but it's confidence. Confidence is the best. So just take what we say into consideration, please. Like, if we say, hey, look, I don't think that that girl is your friend. We see things sometimes in your friends that you don't see Mm -hmm. at all. Like, I've told a female before, my ex-wife, that's not your friend. That's not your friend. That's not your friend. And guess what? After her and I split, guess what? I fucked the friend. Do you know why? Because that wasn't (laughs) really her friend. (laughs) For sure. That's terrible for me to say, but it's true. <laughs> like, I've seen situations where you you know you want the best for your girl, and you're just saying, hey, look, why don't we XYZ, XYZ, XYZ? And she says no, and all bad shit happens. She didn't take what you said into consideration. hmm So, I think that covers everything on for that. For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> so, the next segment is called "What's, what's New with Drew." <laughs> what's mm-hmm. new with Drew? This is your opportunity just to tell the listeners what's been going on, what's been going down, how you've been holding up, and shit Man. like that.
0: Well, where where do I begin? Well, from the beginning—that's well, where most yeah, people, yeah, begin. beginning. You know, for most of you, I'm assuming who listen know that I I wrestle. That is as a passion of mine. Yep. I do it almost every weekend, going all around the Midwest. Um, doing it for a little under a year now and everything was going swimmingly, you know, and then out of nowhere, here comes COVID-19, you know, everything is shut down, you know, the athletic commissions are left powerless in this, you know, Ohio, we don't know. We probably won't be wrestling until September in this state. And that's at the earliest. And yeah, ever since March, but a little before my birthday, I've done nothing but work. Work and work. That's about it. You know, there's nowhere to go. I mean, although thankfully, right. you know, we can get to the positives of this. You know, as of like a couple of weeks, Ohio is starting to reopen. Bars have reopened restaurants, you know, with their guidelines. And that's a, yes, and that's you blessing. know, obviously we're taking our precautions. We're not just going around touching everybody, you know, coughing in each other's faces. You know, we still take this seriously. We got to. Um, right, but what's what's newer for me? um next Saturday, I'm supposed to uh wrestle at this empty arena show live streamed on Facebook and all these outlets. So I'll finally get a match in after four, almost four months, you know, and I've been trying to keep up to sh- up to shape. you know, we just got our gyms back reopened, and I have a lot of rebuilding to do. I'm just hoping I don't, you know, let anybody down, you know, that I've lost a step or two. Um, that's one big thing, you know. I'm hoping that all the mid, all the Midwest states start to reopen, you know, these athletic commissions, get their head out of their ass and realize, look, if we can open up tattoo shops, tattoo shops, where you get literally injected in your skin with another human being right next to you, if we can... If we can go into swimming pools, those godforsaken, germ-ridden pools of water, I think we can pretend to fight each other in a squared circle. I think we can. Exactly. You know, They're trying to do these lawsuits, which I think are a terrible idea, but that's a whole other story for another day. Um, But yeah, so wrestling should be coming back up sometime soon. Um, I'm hoping for the best on that, but on the social aspect of things... Like, I mentioned a little, just a bit ago, uh, Vegas. You, me, and the boys were going back to yeah. Vegas after two years. And that's exactly. where I all of y'all.
1: Exactly.
0: In, in yeah. about two weeks. The yeah. only problem I'm facing right now, hold on a like,
1: Yeah, okay. Go oh ahead, Doug.
0: Uh, yeah, the only problem I'm facing is because of my work, my hours are cut. I'm working 29 <laughs> hours a week. Right, and it's, right. it's really fucking me over. But with this cut hour schedule... Right. We're not allowed to take vacation days and PTO, and that's a problem because this trip is throughout the week. You know, as it stands, I'm off. You know, the weekend and Monday and Tuesday, but look, I ain't going to Vegas for just three days. You know.
1: Well, I was about to to say even if you got to go for three days, because I learned today that Red is not staying mm -hmm. the whole time. Like I think Mark is going from, you know, that Saturday when we get there right. to Wednesday. I will say like 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 I did last time because remember yeah. I came in on a Friday night. Well, yeah. we all came in on Friday night and I left that Wednesday because I right. had to be at work on Thursday. So like I stayed for half sure. the week last time. So like even if you stay half the week, you still get sure the you know straight. I will
0: say staying in Vegas for almost a week, it is a lot. It's a lot. Uh, I can imagine. Vegas is great. It's like my second home. I've been there so many times, but it's a lot, you know, especially if you want to avoid gambling too much.
1: And it's Mm -hmm. a lot to take in, too.
0: One thing to consider what's going to be open? You know, what's Vegas going to be like in this pandemic like situation? Like, obviously, it's reopening. They need the business more than anything to keep that city's economy alive. Um, Right, You know, I'm hearing that, you know, that tables and casinos are going to be, like, limited. You know, we'll see how that goes. You know, our casino, we're staying at the, what's, it? I don't even, Westgate, Westgate.
1: It's um, not
0: too popular, so I think we might have some luck there. Worst case, we go somewhere else. Ray was suggesting, you know, we just walk down the strip and act like fools. I'm cool with that, too. Right. See, at one point, we were just playing Madden in the
1: hotel room because there was, like, We need a break from all this. Right. Exactly. And one thing that I was telling Alan about, like, I think the worst part about it is remember the first day, the first Uh Saturday we were on the strip. I didn't know how hot Vegas was. Oh my God. I was so sad for you. I was wearing black jeans, a black hat, and black t shirt. Oh my God. With black sneakers. And I could have swore I was about to pass the fuck out. And the bad part about it was, the weather was overcasted. Like it no, was it's no hot sun no matter what. It was it was at nighttime. It was still 100 degrees, and it was muggy as shit. And I felt like I was about to pass out. We got to um, the shopping center where there was a Popeyes. I said, "Alan, let's stop in here. Let's get something to drink and sit the fuck down." I felt uh-huh. like I was dying.
0: And I think most so. importantly, I need to make up for my mistake from last year when we were at that <laughs> club. You know what I'm talking.
1: No 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 no, 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 no.
0: You're good. You're square. You're square on Should we now. tell the story anyways? Oh, my. Go ahead and tell the story. Yo, oh,
1: ahead. no, I'll tell the story. Since you're here now, <laughs> so what happened was, I forget it the name Hacusana of the club. I don't even remember. It was yeah. some club in Vegas, right? So Ant saw this girl uh-huh. behind, right? So Ant's like, yo, I'm going to try to holler here, dig it. I said, all right, cool. What do you need me to do? He says, I don't know. It looks like she's with some people. I said, cool. I'll tell you what. I'll run interference for you, homie. I'll go ahead and talk to the one in the black tank top, but we need somebody else to run interference on the other girl. Now, here's uh-huh. our dilemma. Finding somebody to run interference. Rich is not going to do it because Rich is a natural asshole. Rich would have fucked up and <laughs> straight, Easily. Fast. Easily, because we Oops. all know Rich is a straight shooter. So, we can't let Ray do it because you know Ray's happily married. Mark's automatically—he's got type. Mark, you know, yeah, Mark's automatically out. Who else no, is there? Absolutely. Alan, not. We gave Alan. We gave Alan the grace pass because Alan is Alan. So there's one person left—that's me—and that's Drew. <laughs> so we said, "Me and said Drew." You got to run interference. Dig already picked that one. So we got to run interference. So, and smash the night. Drew says, and quote, Oh, hell no, I ain't running with it. He's he said, Oh, hell no, I ain't running <laughs> Bro, with Bro, that, that girl's ugly. Uh, look, <laughs>
0: yeah, I was new to the whole experience of running interference, but that girl was awful, man. That, oh, she,
1: it, and you're going to have to know where they are. That,
0: th- th- that was a tall order y'all asked me to do.
1: So I, I I had to pull Drew aside and I said, well, this is why we have you running interference. Uh-huh. You're the new guy for one. For two, I'm not doing this for me. I'm not doing this for you. We're doing this for Ant. But Drew still said, no, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> and he stood firm on his belief. So at the end of the night, Ant yeah, didn't I smash. Cool. <laughs> and we rag Drew his whole time there. About not running interference. Oh, we forgave dull, the Spades that, game. I World War 3 with that shit, dude. <laughs> we forgave the Spades game. And I got heat for the Spades game. Oh my because God. me and Red left. I'm <laughs> to cry. Everybody's arguing. Everybody's arguing and yelling. And me and Red just said, well, this is our exit. We didn't tell anybody we were leaving. We left. Oh, Speaking man, of I've Red, today's his birthday. Man. Yeah, man. Red is the youngest 37-year-old. Sure, I,
0: I wouldn't even guess he's 37. Oh, yeah. But yeah, the, well. the interference. like, <laughs> Man, I don't, I don't even remember saying those things. I must have been plastered or something, dude.
1: You weren't plastered. The thing about it was, you were just like, no, <laughs> no. I, I ain't doing that. She's ugly. I was like, Drew, you have to do interference. You're the new guy. <laughs> like, this um... falls on you. And Drew was just like, no,
0: Man. hell no. I'm and not it. For y'all listening, you might be like, right. oh, she couldn't even bet that. Bet. No, it was pretty bad.
1: Listen, if I was fucking her with Drew, <laughs> I still wouldn't do
0: it. And that was a tall order. And if I if I had to do it all over again, I, I yeah, I would. Uh, I wouldn't be happy about it. Would I go through with everything? I, I might make up some fly excuse be like, oh, my, my flight's leaving in an hour or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but all we wanted you to do is talk yeah. to her for a little bit. You know what I mean? Just talk to her, disengage her over there so Ant could do his thing man, over here. man. Because,
0: yeah, Ant struck gold and, you know, but, yeah, that club, that whole night, that, yeah, we we are not going back to that club. By the way, oh my god, it was your birthday. <laughs> when, when is no, wait, what he saying? This DJ, literally, I I kid you not, this isn't a joke. He nonstop <laughs> asked, "Who's who's having a birthday tonight? Who's getting drunk?" He asked that five fucking times in a family.
1: make surprise. Make surprise birthday in here. I'm like, it no, was no birth. one, dude. It was. It was more than five times. This man would stop every song, and be like whose birthday is it here? We're like, come on, dog. It was nobody's birthday. Last song, nobody walked in. It's nobody's Jesus birthday Christ. now. <clears throat> and then, then after that, he be like, "Yo, who's fucking tonight? Make some noise!" Like, come <laughs> on, no, we don't know this shit. <laughs> yeah, God, that,
0: that's some sh- no funny. That's a little off topic, but Lil John did the same shit at this club in Cleveland.
1: Like, who's going to stop pussy tonight? I'm like, God damn, uh, dude, dude, where have you been? <laughs> it's just like yo man like working. we don't know yet if I could if I could dance with this bitch maybe but if you keep He's killing the, the song, mood it's a definitely no <laughs> and then on top of that um, what's it called me and Aunt went upstairs you know because yeah. it was a two level club right <clears throat> we went upstairs just to find out that the DJ that's spinning downstairs oh, was transferred <laughs> upstairs so everybody in the club on both floors are listening to the same thing, listening to the same DJ. It's just that the <laughs> DJ was downstairs. <clears throat> and I'm, if y'all didn't go upstairs, be glad. Dude, that crowd was, that, I was so shit.
0: uncomfortable in that bitch. Like if if you're going in there with the purpose <laughs> of you know trying to find something, you weren't you weren't going to. The fact that right. anybody is, is an absolute miracle to me.
1: No, but do you remember? I, not band?
0: exactly. The line, the oh, line. Oh, oh, you know what? It's coming back to me now, dude. We were in that line for like two hours. Oh my god.
1: Yep. Like, I think the funniest thing was Rich got out of <laughs> I Nintendo Nintendo. With the Nintendo at the Nintendo, dragged out in his <laughs> red suit and shit. Rich. Yeah. Rich got out the line, played Nintendo at the Nintendo bar, and got back in line like no, like nobody's business.
0: No, because who the fuck is going
1: to say anything to Rich? Exactly.
0: Yeah, no, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, Yeah, if we do, if any clubs are open, the one place I was willing to go was that Dre's. Alan wanted to go there pretty bad. It was late as shit. Me, him, and Ray, and I think it was like a forty dollars cover fee to get in.
1: I think you were gone. I don't even remember. I don't remember. Oh, wait. I was going to say, I don't remember us paying to get in no, that, not that that one. club we went to anyway. <clears throat> oh, but what's it called? Red told me about, um, Red told the story about the prostitutes. I wasn't there. The prostitutes? Oh, God.
0: Um, <clears throat> How do I tell this in the right way? Okay. So, yeah, we're walking down the uh, strip where I think we were by Little C, uh, not Little C, fucking Caesar's Palace and we're just walking down with me and whoever and these girls are walking by and they're like oh look at these handsome sexy black gentlemen uh, and like oh and this white guy I'm like what the <laughs> fuck do you mean by that i'm trying to get to what's going on here and there's another girl and me and Ann so we're hollering and and the girls like oh i'm not for sale i'm am and we're like oh that's the pimp <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I, I don't engage in, you know, buying hookers or anything like that. But that was just funny as shit.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I no, because the thing about it was mm-hmm. I wasn't even there for that, right? And I wasn't even there for it. And it was just like just hearing the story from I think Ray told the, Ray told me the story. I died It's a true
0: story. Mad. I witnessed the whole damn thing.
1: But yeah, man. Um, so, in closing, we want we want you to give the listeners a the CD of, of what week week to listen
0: to. to. Oh man, mm-hmm. you know I will say uh, I wasn't totally. I I must have glossed over this one. I thought this was something you were gonna bring up, but that's okay.
1: I got no look. I must say, look look at. The, Look at the paper. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Look at the paper I sent you.
0: Um, CD. What does it say before close? But don't worry. Um, Uh, he this okay. So I'll I'll give mine first, of course. Um, he's an up and coming artist. Um, some of you may have heard him. He just he he kind of broke out last year. His name is Bryce Vine. Uh, his album, uh, Carnival. Um. He's got some great tracks. He's like I said, he's up and coming. Love his music. Definitely worth giving a shot. That's pretty much all I got.
1: (laughs) All right. So my CD of the week that I'm telling people to listen to is an artist named Dornick. Dornick, D O R N I K. And he released an album a couple weeks ago called Limbo Land. Uh That's very incredible. So Dornick Limbo Land has been my CD of the week. So, I'm Digga Jones. Two Gun Tony is not here, and I want to thank my guest Arthur McArthur, aka Drew Smith. Drew, closing, do your closing statement. statement. Well, please. all
0: I can say <laughs> is, guys, hope you reflected on everything. Um, like I, you know, and just one last thing, you know, with everything going around, don't be afraid to speak up. You know, speak your mind. You know, we are in crazy times in the world. Exactly. Don't be afraid to speak out. You know, good times will come. We will get over it. I'm Arthur MacArthur. <clears throat> I mean, I'm Arthur McArthur, the strongest man in all the land. Yeah. And I bid you all a great night.
1: All right. I'm Dickie Jones. And in closing, I just gotta say I want to thank Drew first of all for being on the show. And like I said, this show was his idea because I wasn't going to do another show for probably about until July. And I'm being honest with y'all. So just with everything going on there, but given the social media platform that I have, and I share with my friends and everything, I guess this conversation was needed due to the simple fact that I was just like, you know what? People need to hear our voices. If it's not me, it's Drew. If it's not Drew, it's Red. If it's not Red, it's Ray. If it's not Ray, it's Marcus and so on and so on and so on people need to hear our voices and just let everybody know, even in these times, For sure. everything is going to be okay. <clears throat> even in these times, you know what? I still have a voice and I need to interject it more into conversation. I need to basically start conversations. I need to make you feel uncomfortable in order to understand. I need to make myself outside of my comfort zone in order to understand y'all and that's what this is all about that's what this platform is all about and we are on the countdown to 150 episodes 150 episodes I think this is 141 <clears throat> oh,
0: shit,
1: so we have nine go. to go until 150 other than that I thank yeah. you all and good night everybody good night.